Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Greetings from Tromaville. This is Lloyd Kaufman, president of Troma Entertainment and creator of the Toxic Avenger. And, uh, you know, folks, when we're not making those great trauma movies like Tromeo and Juliet and Return to Newcomb High, Volume 1 and Volume 2, the trauma team and I like to kick back and listen to the best podcast in the world, The Showdown, because The Showdown is the most educational, the most emotional, and the most intelligent, and the most entertaining podcast in the entire world. Welcome to the Showdown Podcast. This is a bonus episode, if you will. I am Corey. I am without Vic and without Brad. But I am sitting here with a former guest. I think he's now the longest, or he's got the most visits to the Showdown. It's uh, Mike Wycliffe. Yay. Welcome to the show. Take that, Vibbert. Yeah. Um, so, how are you? I'm good. How about you, man? Uh, I am awesome. Um, it's been a while. Yeah, you know, um, you never call, you never write, you know, you only, I, I, I Brad, Brad and Vic aren't around, I guess I'll call Mike. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's how it works in this business, don't you know that? Well, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so today, as I said, Vic and, and Brad are not with, with me today. They, Vic is uh, still uh, in California. Doing whatever he does. Being awesome. Yeah. Well, that's what he thinks. Um, and Brad is uh, on tour as well, too. So, uh, I, I had to call in uh, reinforcements. And uh, we're doing something a little bit different. Normally, we will do movies uh, that uh, are from, that are I don't know, from the 80s and 90s. Even some a little bit of the 2000s. But this one is a little different. This one is one that just came out a couple years ago. And has been getting uh, on the internet gets a little gets has been getting some praise. Wouldn't you say? It's definitely been getting something. Yeah. So uh, it's it's called the Greasy Strangler. Now what we're going to do is we're we're going to try to avoid uh, spoilers as much as possible. Even though we put the put the thing in the, the tag in the beginning, uh, we we do want to encourage you to go out there and check this movie out if you haven't seen it. Currently, I know that it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, free streaming. At least it was when I saw it a couple months ago. Or you can just do what I did, and you know it's the thing I love to say. I love to tell people, I bought a copy. Yeah. Well, you buy everything. Not everything, but many things. Yeah, close to it. So uh, I, I must chuck Blu-rays into the empty pit that is my soul. Yeah. Someday maybe it will fill. Yeah, I like to do that too. Um, unfortunately, I'm starting to run out of room, so I have to figure out what the hell I'm going to do. So, but Why I have just get rid of the family. Ooh, good point. I need to try that. I mean, it works for me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it could work. It could work. Let me. I'll. I'll have to look into that. Uh, but the Greasy Strangler is a, is a very. Uh, it's a very different movie, if you will. 
Uh, it's directed by Jim Hosking and written by Toby Harvard and uh, and Jim Hosking as well, starring Michael St. Michaels and Sky Elabar. Uh, and also, we do see a lot of uh, Elizabeth DeRazzo, who, um, if you're familiar with uh, Eastbound and Down, she played uh, Kenny Powers' girlfriend in the season in season two when he was down in Mexico. So that that gives you. Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't his girlfriend. It was. Uh, what was his friend's name? One of these days, I will get to watching this show. You've never seen Eastbound. I've never now? seen Eastbound and Down. Oh, you, you. But I have seen The Wire. Okay, is she on The Wire? And I've seen, no, and I have seen Deadwood. Oh, okay. So I've seen I've seen the really really good HBO shows. Oh yeah. Well, this one's uh, up there too. But I hear HBO. I hear Eastbound and Down is really good. I just haven't gotten to it. Yeah, the the first season is great. Second season, when he goes to Mexico, it's it's all right. You get you get Don Johnson in there for half about half the episodes, and. Um, but but then when he comes back to the states, it, it gets better again. But that third season, it seems like they kind of were just like, uh, let's just go ahead and put this out because they want more. So it didn't it didn't stack up. To they backed one. up the money truck, so yeah. I guess we got to make more. Exactly. But uh, but again, she was in that, and uh, like I said, this is this is a different type of movie. Now I kind of was thinking about this. I was trying to figure out what is it comparable to, as far as movies that people may have seen. It's really different, and I think that's kind of part of the point. I mean, uh, I was one one of the producers, one of the guys that actually was responsible for getting the movie made is Elijah Wood. Yeah, uh, he is a horror movie fanatic, mm-hmm. um, and so he 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 has that company, and I've forgotten the name of the company offhand, but uh, he has a company where he is helping to produce some of the things that he just wants to see. Yeah. So they did they did Greasy Strangler, they did Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, that's- which is really good that's but a, that's very a, strange yeah it's a very strange movie as well too. um but you know if if, if it's going to run first run on shutter you're probably there's a better than average chance that he at least looked at it yeah um yeah maybe i maybe, Shutter looks like a cool i, I need to get shutter I, th- I think i may i may need to uh send him some ideas maybe maybe i can get him to fund it i don't know i doubt just, it just just don't start it hey frodo <laughs> I, I, I'm sure he probably has heard enough of that. Yeah, I'll, I'll just call him. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what in, in that other movie? He, the uh, other horror movie? Did, oh, Maniac. Maniac. Yeah, oh, he was great in Maniac. Yeah, that that, remake. Yeah, that was a that was uh, that was a very good movie too. And that's one of those movies that's really hard to remake. It's, I mean, it's another one of those. It's just a really strange, um, off the beaten path because a lot of it's you know first person. Yeah. Um, and he did well. I mean, and he's truly menacing. In, and he's not somebody you would think of as being menacing. Yeah. But anyway, we're going. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's like an episode of Traumatic Cinematic here. Yeah. Where we're just, hey, I heard in left field already. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, as you said, he did produce the film. And I, like I said, I was trying to figure out what other movies this might be comparable to. Now, the only thing I could really think of is this kind of maybe a Napoleon Dynamite of horror films. And because with Napoleon Dynamite, it was a comedy, and I think everybody realized that when they watched it, but it was just so odd. It wasn't like your typical uh, comedy film. It's almost like if John Waters tried to do a David Lynch movie. Oh, you're talking about Greasy Strangler? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And so so Napoleon was, uh, was a little bit odd and kind of, the the humor is real dry. This one, when I watched it, I had heard I had heard things on a couple of different podcasts and people talking about how they saw it and it was and so I was like, 
I'm going to have to to see this. They never delved into it. They never said what it was about. They never said uh, what, you know, how weird it was. You're almost better not, though. Yeah, I know. Because, I mean, you know, then you don't go in with any expectations. No. And that way it can't disappoint you, and it can't, um, it can only surprise you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, so, I, I watched this thinking it was a horror film. And it wasn't until after watching it, after reading stuff, that I realized, yes, it went down the horror line, but they were more towards, it was more of a com. it was supposed to, it was intended to be a comedy. Murder was a red herring. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. So, so if you go into that, I don't, I don't know, I guess, think what you want going into it, but keep that in mind too. Uh, the movie starts out very odd. You got a guy who's probably in his late 40s, maybe 50s, and he's making breakfast and making the most god-awful breakfast. Yeah. Most disgusting thing. Uh, including a lot of grease into everything. Everything. And I'm like, what the... F- I, I, this is disgusting. I, I don't under I, I I okay fine we'll let this go and I like my grease but yeah man oh man that is a lot to deal with a lot so like I you can't watch this do not watch this movie directly after having eaten or while you're eating or while you're eating particularly if you're eating something greasy like pizza even yeah uh just just don't yeah it, you'll regret it and it's. After he gets done making it, he goes into his dad's room to wake him up. Now, his dad, played by Michael St. Michaels, is probably in his 70s. He looks old. I mean, I, there, there's really no way. I mean, I could look it up on IMD and find out exactly he's how. He's probably old. younger than you. He's, but he's, yeah. As Brad would say, he's probably, yeah, he probably is younger than me. Uh, uh, just a quick look. He is 73. Yeah. And uh, he wakes him up, and j- it just starts off. I mean, the son is in his underwear, tidy whities. Mm. I'm not even. I can't even remember. Was he wearing a shirt? I. Yeah. No. No. And this is a guy you do not want to see. No, he he looked like state. me, but taller and <laughs> yeah, no, nobody wants that. So he walks in in his underwear, telling his dad to wake up, and then the two of them begin to badger each other and and just dropping f bombs left and right. That's like. What the hell am I watching? Well, and I, I the the phrase "bullshit artist." Yeah, <laughs> that that is that is a phrase that they like to use in a this lot. movie a lot. Well, because they're they're both kind of compulsive liars. Yeah, and you don't know that that early. Well, yeah, but uh, I mean the writing's on the wall pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, well, that you 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 t- you, you learn that in the in the next scene, which I'll get to in a minute. But uh, they they continue to badge each other, call each other bullshit artists, and it's like what? I, I don't understand. It's and just de- mean. Yeah, it's mean. I mean, it's not even. There's not even love there. It's not playfully. Oh, you're a bullshit artist. No, bullshit artist. Yeah, they're like they're yelling like at each aggressively. other aggressively. Yeah. So um, they gives him the food, and and he, I, I think he ends up eating it. It's well, and, he has to. He needs his grease. Yeah, he needs his grease. You, you find out early that he really likes grease, and on everything. I mean, you make you make him some toast. He's throwing grease on it. It's disgusting. Strawberries, grease. Yeah, anything. <laughs> so you find out what the the two of them run a uh, a tour 
a, a, a tour. Uh, it's like program. a walking tour. Yeah, yeah, it's a walking tour of places that uh, familiar places that happened uh, with disco, uh, famous disco places. And they say, oh, so-and-so wrote this song while staying in that doorway. And these people are like, oh, okay. And there's like four people in the tour group, which amazes me that they even got four. Uh, one of the girls uh, that's in that group, as, as after everybody leaves because they find out that there's no drinks. They want a drink. And he's like, and the dad ends up yelling at the, yelling at the people and then ends up mooning them. And they end up... I, I have this unfortunate superpower. It's the world's most unfortunate superpower. If I look away from the screen in a movie at any at any given point, if there is any possibility that there will be man ass in the movie, when I look up, that's when it'll be. <laughs> uh, it's it's not the most pleasant thing in the world, especially. Wow, so, that was not pleasant. So I'm guessing but, you looked away a lot in this movie. It happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had to at some point. It's like, eh, no. Yeah, I didn't need to see that. So, so fortunately, that doesn't last long. Everybody leaves, and then the girl sticks around. The, the girl uh, that we mentioned uh, at the beginning, uh, Elizabeth Durazo, she sticks around, and she's, I don't know, infatuated? Maybe maybe she's curious to, to these two guys, but especially the son. She likes the son. She digs on the son. So... Which, I mean, lid for every pot, I guess. Yeah. So, at this point, there's been a, uh, there's been a killer going around. And called, he's been dubbed the Greasy Strangler. Going around, killing people. So, so that's why you think, okay, this is a horror film. This is a, a, a slasher film, if you will. And we haven't seen anybody killed yet. And... They, the two of them end up going on a couple dates, which infuriates the dad because he's spending less time, the son is spending less time with him, so he gets mad. And, and at, at one point, they, uh, they've, got a, they've got a friend that they talked to. I think his name was, was his name Pigface or something like that? I believe that's, that's pretty close. Yes. So, so they're talking and stuff, and... And one night while the the guy the son is out with the with the girl, she ends up uh or no, I'm sorry. When he when the two of them go out on the date, the dad goes and kills Pigface. Oink oinker, oinker. Oinker. That's it. And and I and I and I and I had told Mike at the beginning I didn't really want to give too much away and here I am going through Ah, it's cool. So we can tell them beat by beat everything, and it still won't be enough. Yeah. It, it is a movie that you, yeah, I mean. So, in, in essence, people start start dying. And, I, again, I, I don't want to, it's hard for me to, to tell this without giving too much away. Um, People start dying, and the dad, the dad gets mad, the dad gets jealous. The crazy... The craziest thing that I that I saw that was uh, I, that I think is in the movie is the next morning after she and the, and the son have sex, which is a very strange scene in itself. It's not one of those where like, ooh, it's sexy. It's not. It's not sexy time sex. No, this is downright weird sex. Um, she's in the bathroom while the son. I don't. I don't even know where the son was. Um, but he wasn't there. 
Maybe so he was she, making breakfast. He could have been. And she's sitting there on the toilet, and the dad knocks on the door. I don't even think he, he may not have even knocked on the door and just walked in. He's like, and they don't seem like a knocking family. Yeah, it's true. So he goes in and he's like, he's like, it's not. He said something like, "It's nothing I haven't ever seen before," or something to that effect. And so he starts to brush his teeth. But here's the weird thing: as soon as he walks in the door, stark ass naked, and you see everything. Well, and it, it not actually because it it's not real. No, it's not real. But yeah, for in, for the mo- for the movie sense, yes. It's it, it, it's it is real. Disturbing. It's very disturbing. <laughs> but the funny thing about this scene is she's sitting there trying not to look, and then she finally looks over, and she's she's impressed. I mean, I'm I I am not someone who has necessarily necessarily has hangups on looking at somebody's junk. Whatever, it's their junk. Who yeah. cares? But that was disturbing. Yeah, it's like it was angry. <laughs> so. So this ends up leading. Oh shoot! We end, we end up with a uh, what do they call it? a love triangle? Yeah. Through through most of it. One of the strangest. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out that the the killer uh, likes to. He's got a barrel of grease that he will dunk himself into completely naked, and then walk around and kill whoever he wants to go after. And the car wash. The the car wash scene, wow, yeah, it, it's so weird. There's a blind it is guy. One of those things you have to see. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. I don't know why I, 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 I this is probably a bad movie for us to even talk about, just because there's so much that you just like you all oh, you got to see it. I can't describe it, so this would make it for a bad movie to actually talk about on a podcast. But um, we can. I mean, even like I said, even if we described everything, yeah. Uh, it, it's still one of those that you're not going to believe us. It, yeah, it, it's just so uh, strange. I can hear, I can almost hear people now going, "Bullshit artist" directly at their podcast. Yeah, know? yeah. Uh, I mean, no, it's it, it. It all happened in the movie. The dialogue, the dialogue in the movie. I'm a little scarred. <laughs> the the dialogue the dialogue is good, and then it's it's uh, with the whole bullshit artist. It gets said so many times in this movie. It's it almost gets to the point where it's said so much that it's ineffective but then turns around and becomes yep. like funny yeah it's just it's just one of those things and if you tried to turn it into a drinking game you'd be dead oh yeah you'd be so wasted <laughs> yeah I, I i don't think even your normal compatriots can handle that no no i don't think so and um so it ends up and it, it ends up with a happy ending no pun intended yeah um but it's it's such it's such a weird movie. It is. It's it is a singularly bizarre movie. It's one of those where you look at it and go, I have no idea how anyone talked anyone into giving someone money for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I th- that may be. Having said that, I own a copy. Yeah, I think that may have been what that could have been what lured Elijah Wood to do the project. Oh yeah, he definitely likes weird shit. Yeah, and this is definitely fits that demographic. Um, it's and good on him. I mean, you know, you know, you got you got the money. It's it's quirky. Yeah, it's not. You may or may not make your money back on it. Honestly, I don't even think it cost him probably that much to make it in the first place. Yeah, 
So, so yeah, he's going to make his money back at some point, especially with Amazon. He goes signs con- signs autographs at a convention over a weekend, and you know, here you go. Yeah, there's his money back right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is definitely a movie. It's not for everybody. That's for sure. And but one of the things that really stuck out for me was the music. Is the what you heard in the beginning? That is the that's the main music of the film, and it may be the only music. Um, there might I, be some other stuff in I there. There are a couple songs in there, yeah. But that music, the music we played at the beginning, that is really what sticks out because you hear it so often. Anytime uh, the greasy strangler uh, shows up or prepares to to do his killing, that music kicks in. And after at, at first, I'm like. Okay, this is kind of odd, but then as as the movie progresses, you kind of you kind of it for me, I started to like it. I was like, okay, I kind of like this. And it's just, I, I don't know, I was I guess I, maybe I had one of those days where it's just like, okay, I I can deal with this quirkiness. You just have to you, maybe you have to be in the right mood. But all in all, uh the music, the music really stands out for me. No, the music is is really interesting, but it's it, it's jarring. And it's uh, uh, and it's it is all over the place. It's almost like yelling bullshit artist, mm-hmm. uh, where it's it's in there so much that it kind of arcs around being weird that it's there so much and into being really cool that it's there all the time. Yeah. So what were what were your initial thoughts when you saw it? Um. Well, I actually I first heard about it because uh, uh, a buddy of mine in Australia. Uh, was talking about it on his podcast, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm like, "This is the weirdest sounding movie ever," and and you know, Luke likes weird stuff, so I'm like, "All right, I, I I've got I'm, I'm at least intrigued." Yeah. And then I saw the trailer, and then I saw the movie. No, that's not true. I actually bought the movie, and then I saw the movie. Oh, so it was a blind buy. It was a blind buy because I'm dumb. <laughs> um, but. Uh, but it's not one I necessarily regret, yeah. Um, because you know, even even bad movies, and let's—I mean, this is a bad movie, mm-hmm. but it's a bad movie in a different way. Yeah. Um, it's one of those. It's one of those so bad it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's also bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's it's being itself, and what itself is is bad. Yeah. Uh, and when it, we, it is, it is a a movie for terrible people. And when we say bad, we don't mean like it's just horrible. It's just um, it's just one of those independent films uh, that really sticks out. No, it, it's well made. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't 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 think for a second that the people behind the scenes didn't know what they were doing. They were definitely on top of it. Yeah, I mean, this is um, it's it's very well shot and uh, a lot of natural light, which is not forgiving. Yeah, yeah, and uh, in, in, in especially in the bathroom scene. Um, uh, <laughs> I had to remind you of that. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of that, and you get and, and even uh, even the, the scenery, everything else that the, where they shot the locations. It, it they they definitely put a lot of effort into it, and it definitely shows through. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a well made movie for definitely not a lot of money. Right. Right. Um, but they did they did everything. You can kind of tell they did everything they wanted to do. Uh, everything they set out to do, um, and uh, I, I doubt they have any regrets. No, the uh, wow, this actually was in the theaters. Yeah, uh, I never got to. See, I it played here 
Did it at uh, the one up on the north side, oh, okay. uh, the Keystone. Keystone Arts. Uh, yeah. Okay. But uh, it was for like a week, <laughs> and I didn't make it out in time. They um, probably saw it and were like, "What the fuck are we showing?" Yeah. So it, like I said, it was in the theaters, and the uh, opening weekend they made twenty two thousand five hundred dollars, and. The total gross was forty three thousand dollars. Now, see, I thought we were. Sp- I thought I was supposed to quiz you on that at some point. Oh no, no. So you don't get that. You, oh, I don't get to do that. No, you don't get to do that. So, so when when they're not here, you actually get to be right. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. See how that works. Yeah. Yeah. We're, there's gonna be some other things going on too later. That's <laughs> it's like uh, you own the equipment or something. Yeah, I know. It's with them not here. There's gonna be some other thing or something else that uh, typically happens. It doesn't get to happen this time. So f them. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to look. I was trying to look to see uh, what their, how much they spent on it, and IMDb is horrible and does not show me. So I don't, I don't know how much the actual budget was. Um, it was small. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it couldn't have been. I mean, it couldn't have been, couldn't have been that much. They had to, if they made forty three thousand dollars, they had to have made their money back. I, well, I doubt that. Uh, At least if, a little bit, not had, all of it. If I had to guess, it probably was a million, million five. You think you think it might be that much? Uh, you'd be surprised. Yeah, if, if only minute. there were. If only there was some way we could look that up. Still doesn't say. So we're gonna say that they spent no money on this. But their worldwide box office was sixty-five. Sixty-five thousand. Sixty-five thousand. I'd have to say that they probably came close to making their money back. I wouldn't put money on it. Um, I, I would. I would bet. I would bet that their money probably starts at about half, uh, half a million. Uh, anywhere between half a million to a million and a half would be my guess. It really. There we go. And probably a chunk of that was to pay Janet. Um, because not only, um, is she the, the only name actor that I'm aware of, uh, in the movie. I mean, the other guys, I think Braden reminds me of, uh, the, one of the guys from Tim and Eric and he might've, he it seems like he's done something else that I've seen. Um, but, uh, um, the girl who played Janet, um, being, you know, eastbound and down and, and doing some other higher profile stuff like that high-ish profile stuff like that she probably made some money um plus she's naked uh and that will usually net you some extra money yeah um, especially in a movie like this yeah uh the internet is horrible because i can't find it either so that that little bit failed <laughs> but there's an awful lot of us sitting here talking about rambling rambling yeah yeah so that, that's always good for podcasts oh you guys just ramble but anyway so, what we're going to do is, at, we didn't want, like we said, we didn't want to give a whole lot of details out, but we did want to talk a little bit about it. Um, we are going to take a break right now. We're going to come back. We'll do our commercials as we typically do, but when we come back, uh, we'll, we'll let you know what we think and whether or not uh, you should, whether or not you should check out this movie and uh, and any more thoughts. So, uh, we'll be back right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. It's commercial time. Mike, you are the guest. So, you get to go first, and I will not interrupt. 
I am at Green Matter Spot on Twitter, and that's about it. All right. You can find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at NKOGonzo. You can also check out our other show. That's Vic and I's show, The Miller Times Pod. You can find that on Twitter at Miller Times Pod. That is a show that we do where we look back at some of the TV shows that we watch during uh, the week, and uh, we determine whether or not, you know, we kind of give our opinions. And uh, lately it's been kind of negative. Some of the shows have not been holding up to uh, to our expectations. And uh, then there's Vic and Brad. They're not here, but I will still give their info. You can find Vic at MillerKing51 on Twitter. You can also find him on Xbox playing video games at Black and Angry. That's B-A-L-A-Q and Angry. You can also find Brad uh, at Brad Scott Comedy. You can also check out his website, bradscottcomedy.com, where uh, I believe he's got his tour dates up there and some of the other videos that he's done. And uh, check out some of the, check him out live too. It's at a uh, club near you. If you do, let him know that you're a showdowner and uh, he will give you a handshake. Uh, maybe something else. I don't know. That's between him and you. And then you guys are just showdown pod on Twitter, right? Yes, on Twitter we are the sh- we are. The showdown showdown pod. At the showdown pod. I always uh, get that mixed up when I'm doing these on Miller Times. Yeah. I'm like, wait, is the on this one? Do we use the at the showdown pod or is it at the Miller Times podcast? I can't ever get them straight, but it is the show at the showdown pod. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Like us. Click like somebody should, as Brad would say. And also, if you're listening on iTunes or any of the other platforms, be sure to give us a review um, because we do like those. And if you do, we'll read them on air. So uh, with that, it's been nice not being interrupted. You should see the, the sheer joy on Corey's face right now. I am. Not having to you know, be interrupted by everybody. Exactly. So the, I'm going to interrupt him a lot just yeah. now because it's fun. We're <laughs> friends. There's no frustration. There's no frustration because I... It's like, I know it's coming, but maybe it's not. Maybe he's going to give me some slack, but uh, it ends up never happening. So with that, uh, we're going to get back to the show, and I'll let you know what we thought of the movie. Welcome back to the show. It's time to uh, give people our thoughts. What did you think? Do, you, do you, Mike, do you think this is a movie that people should go and listen to, or go and watch? I think it absolutely is. It is so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, that to be able to say that you experienced it is something special. Yeah. Um, I don't know if special means good or special means bad, but it is special. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were uh, doing stuff a few minutes ago, I, I did a, a quick search and I found a, uh, an interview with uh, one of the guys that wrote it. And he actually says when he wrote it, he was on a heavy diet of Harold Pinter, William Lustig, Daniel Close, Robert Crumb, and Giallo, and lots of Barry White. I know who two of those people are. It, it if you if you're listening if you're watching all of that stuff if you're involved with all of that stuff you're weird. Yeah, uh, I know I know who Harry Crumb is and I know who Barry White is. Well, and Daniel Close was like Ghost World and, and oh yeah. okay yeah yeah and uh, uh, Pinter plays are a very they're their own weird thing. Yeah, this uh, is this is a movie that's definitely in its own category. It's. While, while we did say it was a comedy and that there is, uh, you know, bits of horror in there as well, too, uh, it, it's, it's not really something for everyone. Uh, I think you have, to be, you have to be more so into 
keeping an open mind uh, uh, about movies and just being like, okay, I'm just going to go with it. I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to hold any judgment. Just, just see what happens. You have to be happens. open to a new experience. Yeah, you really do. Um, and that new experience is Angry Dong and Grease. Yeah. And and if and if you like obscure movies, if you like just weird uh, movies, because there are, especially on Netflix, there's there's a lot of movies that are like that. It's just like, um, just not your not your mainstream type of movies. So this is definitely one of those. Uh, so if you're into that, definitely check this movie out. Yeah, it seems like some of those companies now, because everybody is scrambling for content, um, people are starting to niche out. And so, uh, that one, uh, Netflix mm-hmm. seems to be coming up with a lot of the weird stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of love it. Um, like I said earlier, I, I think I'm going to have to get shutter, mm-hmm. uh, cause that's the one that does all the horror movies. Yeah. But yeah, I've heard of that and I just haven't been, I, for me, uh, breaking down and actually paying for yet another service is, is tough, especially, uh, in, in this economy. I'm already an Amazon Prime and a Netflix person, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, I'm not even paying for the... I mean, yes, I'm paying for those. <laughs> um, so I've got that. I've, I've got those. I've got HBO Go and um, Hulu is another one, too. So it's like, you know, to, to, to spend a little bit more, however much it is. Yeah, I know there's a lot of content there and a lot of stuff that I could would watch. It's just hard to justify paying out a little bit more, but yeah. Definitely. I mean, there are only so many hours in a day to watch stuff. Exactly, and when you're trying to do to to produce two different podcasts and and edit, and it's like I have enough trouble finding time to watch all the shows that I do for Miller Time. So, um, which I'm a little bit behind right now as it is. So, um, you got anything else? Um, not in particular. I I, I miss I, I miss doing podcasting. I, I want to do more of it. Uh, in the future yeah um i've got a new job coming up that uh uh, i'll be out in atlantic city and one of the things we'll have is a uh uh, a podcast studio available so i'm hoping to do some stuff while i'm out there yeah so we will uh actually be moving the showdown podcast to atlantic city (laughs) and uh, we are just going to live in the podcast studio and you know um maybe not um you're not gonna know that oh okay i got you we'll we'll hide in the rafters when everybody's around well, that's fair. Yeah, we'll just record at night when nobody's there. Yeah. So with that, uh, this is going to put a wrap on the show. Uh, we do, I do realize it's a bit of a shorter show, but that's fine. Because, hey, at least you get to hear my voice. Yeah, Brad's going to really hate that line. So, on yeah, behalf, but Brad's not here. So. I know it. Oh, he, he'll... Well, he, fuck it. He's not going to listen. Who am I kidding? I mean, you know, if he's not on the show to listen to himself... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, you know. that's the only time he ever listens is when he's on it. If he's not on it, he won't Although, listen. he might be listening to see if we talk about him. And if so, mission accomplished because we're talking about. Yeah, it. Yeah, I know he he, win, he wins in that, but um, no, I I think I know him well enough that he's not going to listen if he's not on the show. He's not even just to see how I did. So, with that, uh, on behalf Where? of the absentee Vic and Brad, uh, and my guest tonight, Vic, <laughs> what the? F- my I'm I'm not Vic. Uh, he's taller and darker. Let's rewind that. My guest tonight, Mike. We want to thank you for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. H-U-L-L-S-H-I-T. New word. A-R-T-I-S-T. Spells bullshit artist. I say again, bullshit artist.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.